Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, elder still, candidate at Redeemer still, Fellowship. Still, I hate you. Elder candidate. I hate still, you. Oh, by the end of October. Ah, well, oh, by the end of October. October I'm 2018. Have it. Yeah, no kidding. Because no way. I the said longest to elder candidacy ever. Nope. My brother right over here is three years. Woo! All right. Well, I don't know what that's all. I don't have. I can't speak into that process. <laughs> well, you could have been done. You just too busy. I'm too busy around. Goofing around. I'm loving my family. All he's got to do is write like a systematic theology. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know what? He complains about demonology. Oh, I got to do demonology. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had to study it. I would no. Not mm-hmm. all of us grew up as Satanists. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. All right, all right. That's fair. That's fair. All right, so mm. listen, uh, the conference is over. We're done. We're th- but we're doing another live one. Be- done uh, one more live one. Because apparently just us goofing around is more interesting than our preaching. And yeah. they said, can I you, so they're can like, you hey, guys... Shorten up, shorten up your messages. Stop what preaching said. and stop just preaching. throw up the mics. And I don't remember them the asking uh, Dr. Renahan that. They're just like, no, they oh, no, go. longer. They, yeah, you longer. guys shorten, shorten and uh, go, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. That's well, right. that's fine. I get it. We all understand. And uh, so we've had what do we've had? We've had some terrible pizza. We had we had the Satan's pizza. We down had the, the street. yeah. We went to hell, and the biggest sin was the uh, pizza sucked. Yeah, it was terrible. That it was, was that, that it was, was horrible. Cheap, that was the that sin was some, of the that place. was some broke jank oh. pizza. Um, we have a, we're from Chicago. We have a lot of good pizza, and that was pretty bad. No, and we just, got we got rebuked online for eating Satan's pizza. Oh Somebody yeah, got Someone, really yeah, upset. Someone got really they're really not upset. listening to they're Doc no, and Devo anymore. So yeah, yeah, they've had enough. Oh, yeah. So, all right. We uh, disgust them. Yeah, that's right. That was the word. That oh, was the word. He's disgusted. You disgust. I probably disgusted. made him throw up in his mouth a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Throw up in. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So, um, <laughs> what else did we do? We had burgers. We had, we had burgers. Actually, the burgers were really good. What was the name of that place? The no one. one I don't know. It was like the, the it's right down the right down, down, right down the Benny. thing. Benny. Benny. What's it called? Uh, I can't understand their accent. Yeah. Can you? I don't know what they're saying. No. <laughs> All right. But, but anyways, no, that, it was really good. That was good. The All burger right. was good. Probably one of the best burgers I've had. No, stop. No, it was okay. really good. All right. You're overselling it now. Okay. It's not the best burger. It was. It was okay. The guacamole was good. The salsa was good. Everything was good on it. I had the big John. All mm. right. All right. See, so, look, this is the cynicism of Joe. No, you, he can't you enjoy don't, it because it's not the best burger. Something. It's the, I enjoyed I'm glad something. You enjoyed now you're overselling it. You're trying it's to, not trying to be friends. You're kissing have their you butts. Bought, have you already bought the? Have you already bought the burgers there? Are they the, I'm not right. selling them anything. No, no. Is it the best burger in the world? I didn't say that. I said, no, it's I said not it's the best burger I've had. Okay, well that's not true. Come on. How's that not true? Nobody. Listen. What are we talking about? Ten ways to affirm other people. Yeah, not each other. What are we talking about? Ten, 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 we just said ten, that. Way, ten ways to uh, love your to brothers love and sisters. Speaking of which, I want to thank you guys for uh, finally affirming Joe. You know, oh, this, that, yeah, that, since yesterday, he's been whining and crying that no one clapped for him. Yeah, I'm very, I was very concerned no about this. No one clapped. True. And finally, on his last session, I think it was more because you're, they're like, he's finally done. Yeah, I think that was like, he's done. it was a celebratory applause. <laughs> like, oh, come Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, eschatological clapping. Yeah, That's where, it. Um, the end is nigh. All right, so um, we love the church. We love the local church. Yep. Um, and we don't just love our local church. We love, we love the church at large. And then those friends that we have, uh, even all the way over here in New Zealand, we yep. love these people. We Absolutely. love the church. And one of the things that we work on, not so much with each other, but outside of this relationship, outside of this relationship. we work really hard. We, like, we want to get better at loving uh, uh, our brothers and sisters and, yeah. and having an impact in their lives. And, you know, oftentimes there's this, you know, there's this 
kind of we, we just tell people oh well, you should just love each other yeah, yeah. we love on each lots of loving on each other yeah, I'm loving like, on you man yeah. I'm loving on which is weird don't say that don't love on people don't yeah, just say I'm loving you you yeah. can't just say that oh, wait but no the, that doesn't sound better either I'm just thinking like we need to give some specifics right some specific ways that love can be demonstrated so you mean not just not just saying it but actually doing it yeah oh right. it's easier just to say it yeah I know but then we wouldn't have a podcast if yeah we just, that's it yeah alright so 10 ways to love your brothers and sisters. Right. We've, kind of, we've jotted some things down here. We're working it out. Um, you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. All right, do it. All right. Okay, first of all, um, we'll say put them first, right? If you want to actually love a brother or a sister in the Lord, somebody at your church, then um, they should be a priority to you. Their well-being, their good. You should consider them as worthy of more honor. Uh, Philippians 2.3. Right? Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility mm-hmm. count others more significant than yourselves. And so this, and John Calvin writes beautifully on this, on self-denial, right? Mm. That, 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 that the call to self-denial really um, is, is meeting practicality when we have to love our neighbors, right? Loving people that um, aren't necessarily uh, just like us or have our interests, not people that are always good, uh, but we should deny ourselves in loving and benefiting other people, but specifically for the church, this is a high priority. And I think part of that is, is laying aside our interests, right, and, yeah. and our preferences to, so that they can also experience God's blessings. Yeah, and it's, it is not that, it's not that like, well, I'm going to put them first because I'm a loser and I don't matter. That's not what we're well, saying. Well, I mean, for you that happens. Okay, but, but, I mean, it's not, but it's not always for everybody that way. It may be for me sometimes. It is more that most like, times. I have warm feelings and, and, uh, and, a, and a desire to see someone else be um, cared for, uh, blessed, uh, lifted up. Mm-hmm. So we put them and their interests ahead of our own. Again, not because, we, not because we're self-loathing, yeah. but because we actually care for them. So putting others first, we'll start with that one. But I think also then it's, it's seeking their good. I think uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, 5.15, always seek to do good to one another. So, right? so it's more than just put someone else first. Uh, but it's about seeking their good because they're, if, at least oftentimes for me and for Joe, our self, our, our first thing to do if we were to put our, each other first is, is to kind of just terrorize each other. It's like yeah. more like a self-destruction right. that we kind of go you on, You can put right? somebody first and that can be the wrong thing if you're exactly. just putting them yeah, first. You're, yeah, so it has to be something that you want to seek their good, you want to seek their betterment, you want to seek their advancement, you want to seek their, their flourishing. Right. So you got to ask the question, right? How can I help my, my brother or sister do well, right? How, yeah. can I ser- how can I specifically serve them so that they prosper in faith, in life? So it's got to be like, oh. I like that. It's not, it's not okay, so there's, there's a two things. It's one about how do we help them physically, which I think is sure. good. Yep. Um, but it, it's also the aspect of how do we help them grow in their relationship with God? How do we help them uh, grow in their marriage? How do we help them grow as husbands and as, uh, as wives, yeah. Um, in the home. And you, like, you're not going to be able to seek their good unless you have a relationship with them, unless you're yeah. in community with them, because that's the only context in which you're going to know what they need, right? You mean I just can't speak into somebody else's life without having any clue of what, what's going on? On the internet, you can. You're allowed. Apparently. Yeah, I mean, have you ever that, been to the Reform Pub? That's the one place that you're allowed to do that any time of day. <laughs> the Reform Pub is just like this. Uh, never mind. I'm out. I'm out. I actually like less. Right. Listen, why don't you seek their good right now? <laughs> I'm going to seek their good right. by not saying That's anything right. else about over them. there. All right. A third thing that is going to be really important for us to do, yep. um, and I know I've had to do this. Most of us probably should you have to do it. You do it a lot. This, but go ahead. Uh, is to ask for forgiveness yep. uh, when we sin against our brother or a sister and to forgive them when they sin against us. It is really easy for people to just try and let things blow over. 
you know, Jimmy and I fight. We have we have arguments. No, we, that and, and I know like sometimes people listen. And they go, okay, is this just fake or banter? All that like a lot of that's real. Yeah. But what you don't hear is the actual the real fight. The real fight. Yeah. Where we get. Well, Joe is kind of passive-aggressive. No, I'm not. I'm just aggro. No, no, no you're I'm, passive-aggressive. I'm no, no, no. You get quiet, and you're just like... Oh, no, and yeah. then you start doing this look, and you're like, okay. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. And I, and so I don't I, sound like a cartoon character when I say it, though. Okay. okay. Yeah, you do. Right. Okay. See, here he is. There it comes. Uh-huh, yeah. Here comes passive-aggressive okay. Joe. That's it. That's what I get. Right. Even on, actually on the car ride. I know we had airport. a fight in the car we ride. Hey, by the way, who was wrong? Okay, I was wrong. But it was was so awkward. We're we're in the back of the car, Mm -hmm. the taxi, and we're fighting. And the driver is just kind of looking at the He's eyeballing us in the mirror. He's eyeballing us. And so finally, I forgave Joe. No, you figured out that you were wrong, and it's okay. I I, I appreciate that. So we got to ask for forgiveness when we do the wrong thing. I've had to do that to Jimmy, and people should have to do that. But honestly, like forgiving other people is just as critical, right? You have to be, it's easy for us to hold a grudge. And like a lot of us feel like if if I get burned by somebody, like they're out. Like, I'm out. I don't want to talk to them. I'm not going to trust them. And there's definitely consequences for action. Sometimes you can't have a fully restored relationship with people because of some certain situations or sins. But certainly the need to to deal with the sin problem, like head on and address it and seek to... Um, reconcile together should be a priority and we shouldn't we shouldn't take the tactic of well you know what we don't have to talk about it everything's fine yeah we'll just chill out calm down but then part of that forgiveness then is not holding it over them or or bring it up later on podcasts about how when someone's wrong yeah yeah or or the fight that they had in the car yeah yeah people shouldn't do that you you did it i'm just you started it all right what about number four uh should be listen we should be listening to them huh james 119 says be quick to hear Right. So so loving people means love listens. I mean, you know, it wouldn't be loving to my wife. It wouldn't be loving to Joe. It wouldn't be loving to to my neighbors or to my CG where all I do is speak, 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 but actually not take the time to listen to what's going on in their life and their opinion and what's what's happening uh, to them. Yes. Why, why do we, like, it's like, I know sometimes certain people, they, they talk a lot and, um, I why wanna, are you pointing at me? I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm see gesturing, you, I, I'm I gesturing. saw eight no, fingers no, no. like this. My, I'm, okay. I'm thinking about my wife. Okay. I'm thinking about my wife. Right, Whoa. So Jen, Whoa. no, she's fine. She's no, fine. Jen is fine. not, you, no, no, Jen, no, okay. Jen, you, like most women, no, she, like most women. No, it's fine. No. It's fine. You're going to agree. You're on your You're own. Agree. You're on sometimes your own. the ladies, nope, give a lot of detail in the stories that they tell. General rule, right? I'm out. All right, so I got it. No, you're right. on your own. So, Every so, guy okay, so, here is like, nope. No, the girl, the girl, the girl. The, the, the single are, guy just said true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, see? All right, so ladies sometimes, and my wife in particular, she'll, she'll like, hey, what's going on? And so she'll tell me the story, and I'm like, oh, okay. Get to the get to the thing. Get to the, I don't mm-hmm. need this is nice, but just get to the thing. Tell me the thing so we can go. Okay, cool, and deal with it. And move on. But like, well, I, Jen, I appreciate your stories. Just so you know, oh, she didn't tell you the story. Oh, she tells uh, me stories. She didn't tell you stories. Oh, she but tells me. I have to actually force myself, right, to say, hey, it's not about you. It's about this person. The, the, if you you actually, have to force yourself oh, to listen to your oh, wife. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to listen. To I want to listen to myself. I don't want to listen to other people. All I'm right. being honest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Please be honest. So we like we actually have to like put effort into listening to people to not just to better understand yeah. them so that they felt understood, but so that we can better minister to them. And I think that's the that's the key there because I think it's condescending. It's condescending to just only listen so that the person thinks that they're being heard, right, right. but it's actually to engage in the situation. It's actually to, to help seek their betterment uh, and to seek them 
moving forward, right? Right. I think so. So listening, really, really important. And, you know, honestly, I, I think also just as I'm thinking about it, like there are, there are certain kinds of people that we might be quick to tune out, right? Maybe the person that, um, you know, comes, uh, the needy person who's always coming up, right? And yeah. we want to just say like, hey, you know what? I ain't got time for this. Let's, you know, they, they, they bother me every, every Sunday or they bother me every Wednesday or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, Pat is his name. Yeah. Is, no, no, no. <laughs> No, Pat is not. Uh, we love Pastor Pat, but there are there are there are people like that, especially in church plant situations. You get a lot of needy people, yeah. And while you have to be creative and careful with you know uh, putting limits and boundaries on people yeah. in general, I think it's an, I think we need to press ourselves to listen more carefully, okay, um, so that we can better respond. All right, um, number five, I'll say that uh, to actively love our brothers and sisters, we should seek to include them, include them in our lives, include them in our mm. interests. It's the whole hospitality thing in First Peter 4, 9, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Without grumbling, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> no, All right. I don't think that part is canonical. That's a later manuscript. That's a later, yeah, okay. that's a revision, that, I believe. Grumbling. Right, Dr. Renahan? That was a revision. It says, without show grum- hospitality to one another. It doesn't say without grumbling. Without in the, grumbling. In the oldest we're allowed to grumble, right? Yeah. No, we're not. So, right, well. Play along, Dr. Renahan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? Thank you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He saw my endorsement for Richard Barcellos' book. He knows what's up. Like, we're on no the one same cares. team. No one we're cares. on the same team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you need to fix anything in his last no, message, Dr. Listen, Renahan, while we're here? <laughs> so the, when we're talking about, like, hospitality, yeah. um, people think that we're extroverts because we have a podcast or we preach. Oh, we're going to be honest about this now, huh? We're going to be honest. All right. Uh... What would you rather be doing right now? Right now? Mm-hmm. Be honest. Tell the truth. I'd rather be sitting by myself, smoking a cigar, uh, watching a show. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's really honest. Uh, so we love people. We love the church. We yeah. go. That's what God calls us to. But it's, again, like listening. Right? Yeah. I have to force myself to live. We have to force ourselves to include other people into our lives, to invite yeah. them into our homes, because it's just not natural. No, for- I really don't like it. My wife is really good at this. She invites people all the time to our house. And I'm like, I, I don't want my neighbors here. Because all they're doing is drinking my beer and they're, yeah. they're drinking my bourbon. I'm like, that's my bourbon. That's my beer. Those are my cigars. Like, don't be. I just, I just, I, but I, that's supposed to be my fortress of solitude. It's Superman reference. Right. Good job, dude. Right, I'm actually, I'm proud of you. A little presumptive. No, that's all right. But here's the thing. You're actually, even though it's not natural to you. Now you're just oh, being you, rude. You, you, now you're just you being rude. You see how you, you fist bump. Fist bump. I'm not going to cave. I'm not going to cave. Fist this. bump. Oh, he's turning red. Joe's turning red. Mm. No. <laughs> yeah! But no, I okay. would rather be by myself. But here's the thing: you're actually, even though you're not naturally inclined to it, you're actually very good at it. And like you've had an impact yeah. in your neighborhood, like deep, like yeah. all the way through well, your neighborhood. Well, God has, you know, to God be the glory. Okay, okay. all right, yeah, that's nice. But you have had a big impact, and it, people love coming over. They love yep. seeing you and they hanging out. So it's not like it's actually you, been, yeah, a you lot do of it's it been without grumbling. You yeah. do it without grumbling, though. Like you may, okay, inside your heart, you might grumble a little bit. Yeah. But honestly, like you have, you've been received well by receiving other people well in your neighborhood. And so, yeah. like, uh, the idea of, of including people in our lives, for some people who are extroverts, that might be a bit easier. Mm-hmm. For some people who are introverts, it's going to be a little bit harder. But so, you can't have the impact that you're supposed to have in loving and, uh, and all those one another passages, right. right? You've got to have them included in your so life. So it's important right? within the church and within your community groups that you're, you're looking to see who's not, like, who's not involved. Find out who's not involved right. or who's not known by others and extend that hand, That's right? Good. Extend that welcome to them to be to share in the joy that you and your friends and your church are, are uh, having. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Oh, be generous. Mm. Uh, 2 Corinthians 9, 11. 
you will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, right? So God has given you, this is one of those things that I've had to wrestle with for a long time is that, you know, God gives us good gifts and, you know, yes, they're for our enjoyment, but I also believe they're for the enjoyment of others, right? right? And so we want to bless others. We want to take care of others. We want to, uh, to encourage them and to take care of them where, when possible. And, uh, and, and I think using wisdom yeah. and discernment in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the whole idea of generosity um, is, is a gospel issue. Right? Yeah. Like God is so generous. He's so benevolent. He's so kind. Yep. Um, every good gift. And I think we can couple that with the idea of sacrifice, right? So um, you, you love your brothers and your sisters through sacrifice. So let's connect them because um, like generosity could be sort of, I don't know, twisted for your own. Like if you're, you can be generous where it's easy for you to be generous, and then oh, yeah, not yeah, yeah. so generous in other areas where you should be. Like, so people that might have a lot of dough would say, I'd rather give money than give my time. I don't yeah. want to give my time. I'd rather give my money. Or and vice more, versa. So what you're saying, is it's, it's, it's more than just the finances, right? Yeah. There's other resources. There's giving of yourself and of your time right. uh, as well as your possessions and finances. Right. So the generosity, um, like the real generosity is, uh, is giving sacrificially. Yeah. Um, we, we deny ourselves, uh, we go beyond what maybe somebody even asks, and once we know what their real need is, even if we don't want to part with that initially, we know that the sacrifice, right, it's going to hurt, it's going to sting for me to give and for me to help mm-hmm. somebody, so uh, let's couple those, be generous and sacrifice. Okay. Uh, what about uh, oh, tell yeah. the truth? There you go. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, oh, good. here we go. No, I'm not, I'm just saying, that's a good one. Uh, no. Ephesians 4.25, mm-hmm. let... Let each one mm-hmm. of you stop. Let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. So love doesn't lie, right? That's I think right. sometimes we think about like little white lies and right. and not, you know, if someone's struggling or sinning, we'd rather sometimes not say anything mm-hmm. than to kind of, kind of confront. And I think there's that there's the issue of uh, telling the truth, but then also speaking into situations, um, even when it's uncomfortable. Right. Right. I, I think the, the, the need to correct a rebuke, and we've had to do that to each other. Pastors yeah. at our church have had to do it. We had to do it with members. I mean, that should be a normal thing, right? Yeah. We need to be corrected, pushed back, like, hey, you crossed the line, or your attitude's a little off. Like or Joe's being is. a baby, or something like no, that. No, yeah, no, I think we know. We all know who the baby I'm, is. You, you're the baby, I'm the jerk. That's what we've typically established in our, our arguments. You're being a baby, and I'm being a jerk. That's, that's true. Okay, there you go. All right. Um, so I think it's fair to say that love won't lie. I love that you said that. Love won't lie. Yeah. Uh, it's going to tell the truth even if it's hard, even if it means making the relationship uncomfortable for a time because yeah. ultimately the truth should help them. Yeah. Now you, you, I think it's really unloving when we don't tell the truth, right? Like uh, I think if someone's sinning and they're, they're kind of living in a way that is displeasing to God, right? Like they're, if there's something that you're concerned about in their life, I think it's the most unloving and the most selfish thing that we can do is to right. keep quiet. Right. I think I think love uh, corrects. It rebukes. Um, it has the right motive. It has it. the right yeah. motive behind it. Right. And so, um, you know what we don't like? I think we don't tell people like, OK, we see somebody and uh, maybe maybe your friend is out and everybody's hanging out. And yeah. you notice, wow, um, that guy had a little too much to drink. Yeah. He, maybe he crossed the line in there somewhere. 
but it's easier to go like, well, I don't, I don't, I won't pay attention. I won't see it. Yeah. Like, I don't. And sometimes you're like, well, I don't want to embarrass him. I don't want to make it uncomfortable or awkward. Yeah. And I'm sure he'll be fine. Like, you know, he won't do that again. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, it's it, like we have all of these reasonings in our heads for not, we're not going and dealing with it at some point. Maybe not that night, but maybe the next yeah. day to doing that. So I think I like when you say like, love won't lie. It, it's got to be love that's pushing it because otherwise we'll tell the truth just to hurt people. We'll tell that. Well, you know, that's, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll like, yeah, say reform it's the pup. Truth. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty much. Well, all right. Reform pup. So mean. What do you mean? I'm so mean. I'm speaking the truth. Am I not? Eh, But not with love. Not with love. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, tell the truth. Also, I would say um, if we're going to actually love our brothers and sisters, then we have to encourage them with the gospel. Mm. Um, Definitely, we hang out. We have common interests or whatever. We share meals together. Um, But like you said, love doesn't lie. Love doesn't flatter either. Yeah. Like love will actually... um, uh, encourage people like uh, with with gospel truths it will build people up like biblical encouragement is really a kind of preaching right so exhort one another today as long as it is called today uh, you know this this idea of we ought to be preaching to one another and exhorting one another in scriptural truths biblical truths yeah. gospel truths so that people can see Christ more clearly and begin to follow him and I think that even I, I, here's what I find I find that um, if I encourage people to say, hey, start sharing what God is teaching in your life to the people around you. Yeah. They don't want to do it because they don't want to come off like a weirdo. Mm-hmm. They don't want to come off like, well, you should be listening to me because God's teaching me so much and I have so much to offer. They feel self-conscious about sharing. And then I, when I say, okay, well, flip it. Ask them what God is teaching them. Then they don't want to do that because that person probably isn't reading their Bible and they're going to have nothing to say and everything's going to get awkward. So I think we have to, we have to take the initiative to say... I am going to share scriptural truth with mm-hmm. people whenever the context is appropriate, whenever it's, it's, it, there's an open op, op opportunity, I'm just going to go ahead and share. And one of the easiest things that I tell people is just to, when people ask you, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? That's a common yeah. thing. Just share the... Okay, see everybody see what he's doing? Stop. Do it. Do it again. No. He, 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 when he has something to say, he does this. Stop. So he doesn't forget what he has to say. I got something. Just keep going. Okay. So... I, th- I say, like, you should go ahead and actually say, well, it's, things have been going good. I've been, I've been struggling a bit with something, but here's what God's been teaching me yeah. in the meantime. So it's very personal. You're not pointing at them saying, this is what you need to hear. Uh, you're just sharing what God is doing in your life. So you can encourage them with the gospel by sharing what God is doing in you. But I think also along with that, with encouraging them with the gospel, you're talking about those that are already believing. But right. I think a way we love one another is, is sharing the gospel with non-believers, mm-hmm. right? I think, I think it's easy to keep silent there because we don't want to come off weird or we don't want to, especially with family and friends, we don't want to maybe cause something that, you know, they might look at us differently. But I think to truly love them, I mean, we want them to know the grace right. and forgiveness that, that's, and salvation that's only found in Christ. I mean, that's the most loving thing that we could share with another person. Except we're... We're talking about loving brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, but so I'm it's not say, really I, it's not really okay. relevant. It's not germane. It's, relevant. Okay. it's not germane it's rele- to the it's conversation. Re- it's relevant. Right. It's relevant. I'm putting it out there. All right. What's number ten? Well, pray for them. Okay. Pray for them. James five sixteen, pray for one another. Uh, if you love your brothers and sisters, you're gonna pray for them. You're gonna think about them. You're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna uh, ask God and 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 plead with God uh, to be with them, to change them, to convict them, to to encourage them and, and in the situations that they're that they're facing. Right. And, and one of the ways that we encourage people to do this uh, back home is 
because uh, you just say pray for people, and they're like, okay, I guess I'll pray for them, write a list, like what do they do? Um, we tell people to pray for others, to pray yeah. with others, and to pray over others, right? So if you can think about it that way, you're going to be praying for people. That means you pay attention to them, you're listening to them, and you pray for them throughout the week or on a particular day, however you got it going on. But then you can pray with them, right? So you pray for them, you pray with them when they're together. Say, hey, let's, let's pray. Maybe you'll have that opportunity. Um, but then sometimes, like, it, it, maybe they'll feel a little awkward. Maybe they're the kind of person, like, I don't really feel like I can pray out loud. Just pray over them. Everybody mm. is receptive to this, either because they're just deer in the headlights and they don't know what to say, so they're just going to let you do it, or they're going to receive it well when you say, hey, can I pray for you? Right now, you just told me this thing. You're really hurting or you're really in need. Let me pray for you. So they'll let you, you put your hand on them and you pray for them right there. That builds a culture yeah. of prayer in your own life and in, in the church as it spreads. So then, Joe, as we're wrapping up here, like, what are some resources that you would uh, suggest to people? Um, uh, yeah, when you're talking about this kind of thing, I would say um, you, it's, it's in the institutes, but you can go on to iBooks, iTunes, and uh, uh, John Calvin on self-denial is free. Um, read that. You can just get mm-hmm. it for free. Um, Jonathan Edwards, Charity and Its Fruits. That's a good one. What about you? There oh. you go. Yeah, true what'd you say? Love. Jim Renahan, True Love? What'd you say? No. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. I heard Renahan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, True Love. There you go. Jonathan Edwards, Charity and Its Fruit. And, oh, Stetzer, Compelled by Love. The most excellent way of missional, missional living. living. <laughs> I love that. All right. No, don't worry, don't worry about that one. Cuban in Christian Love. Stop, good one, too. Don't worry about right. that one. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. If, uh, if people want to uh, get involved in uh, what we're doing here online, if mm-hmm. they, like, what can they do? Like, how do they support the podcast? Because, yeah. uh, listen, like, some podcasts just ask for money. They just straight up go, hey, send us money. Send us money. So, do we do that? N- well, no. Why not? I'm not doing it. <laughs> not doing okay, it. So what, what can they do to support the podcast? Uh, well, first, I mean, yeah, you can click through on Amazon uh, uh, and whatever purchases that you are making. It doesn't cost anything extra to you, but we get a little kickback off that, and that helps support the podcast, the hosting, uh, and other supplies websites, that we need, the yeah. websites, all that fun stuff. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook, slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head on the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast, or you can hit up the store and sign up for the 2018 Doctrine and Devotion Conference. You can buy a T-shirt. You can buy a T-shirt. Any journals left? Uh, there's only a few. All right. Get on. Yeah, it. we had that sale, and uh, uh-huh. they're all gone. That's good. <laughs> Pretty much all gone. So, yeah, head on over to iTunes and leave us an honest five-star review. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later. Later. Later.